Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, October 8th, and we are here because the premiere of Loki was this past Thursday evening. That's what we're talking about today. Loki, Season 2, Episode 1, The Return, and of course, as always, Whelmings, Jeremy. I hope you've seen this. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but I I was um, pleasantly whelmed. You know, this first episode, I don't know, though. I'm, I'm, I was, I really enjoyed this show. So it was, it was a pleasant, like the top part of pleasantly whelmed, almost overly whelmed, just because it just started off with a bang and just really kept you going. So I, I, it was, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Richard, what about you? Uh, yeah, I have to echo Jeremy. I really like the show. I'm pleasantly whelmed. Some of the camera work in this episode is really great. Like they actually use like hand cams to like pan and whip around to do comedic timing things. And the fuck, man, the shot where they're walking down the hallway and character named Obi that's introduced in this episode throws the like handbook and Loki catches it. Like right? that, that was a slick shot. I just yeah. love that. I <laughs> that was, was really like, cool. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool to me. <laughs> To me, I'm like, yay, we're back. We're back to some good uh, Disney Plus movie or shows. I mean, yeah, yeah, pleasantly whelmed. Yeah, so I almost looked over to my wife and was like, "How many times do you think they took that that to make that <laughs> yeah. shot?" Because yeah. there's no telling what that book does up in the air, just flailing about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many times do you throw a book and it stays together? Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought the exact same thing. I was like, they must there must there must be a blooper reel where they like <laughs> threw it thirty times and they finally got it <laughs> right. Yeah, I I think this was first of all, I almost wonder, and I have a question to pose after I give my whelmings, but I I am like pleasantly almost overly whelmed. This is very exciting. It's very exciting to see. Love Tom Hiddleston as Loki as always, and. Owen Wilson as Mobius is great as well. Now we've got this new character, Obi or Ouroboros. Ouroboros, yes, thank you, which is the title of this first episode. And uh, he seems great. I love him. So I hope they keep him around, especially since it's like like they're building kind of a ragtag bunch to go up against a new villain, it looks like, almost. But yeah, I'm right there with y'all. Pleasantly whelmed really hoping that the series either sticks with this or just keeps going up. Yeah. And and my question is with saying all that, is that like, do y'all think that I saw Tom Hiddleston's name being like part of the production, like the whatever production producers, executive producer, whatever the case is Yeah. on this. Do y'all think that makes a difference? Maybe it depends. Sometimes they do that because he is putting input into what his character is doing because he has had such a like strong connection to the character for so long now. It's what, 10 years, 10 plus years, I'll just say. And he probably, this is like new territory because this isn't from like the comics. They're loosely basing certain things from the comics, but for the most part, it's the Wild West right now. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think he's like, well, I feel like Loki would do this in this situation and that may earn him that title for the credits, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, like, I I don't know what all kind of goes into that. I know another show that we watch called Only Murders in the Building. 
And it, I, that was the first one that I really noticed that like in that the main characters are executive producers as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, it may be where like he gives like what Richard said, like gives his input on it. And if he does, I mean, I, that's really cool that he's able to kind of work, work with that and be able to kind of grow it. And, uh, I meant to mention this one thing earlier too, whenever I was talking, giving my whelming is <laughs> right. Whenever the show was started, I don't know that we watched the first season with our kids, but like they were, I like, it was just one of those, like they had to be in there. Like, and it's not bad one for the kids to watch to me, no. but yeah, my, my oldest, he, he said, the daddy, I remember, you know, when I first saw Loki, he was, you know, you know, bad guy in, in the Avengers and everything. I was like, yeah. And he's like, so, so is he a good guy now? I was like, hey, he's Loki. So <laughs> we'll just go with that. <laughs> when he wants to be. <laughs> yeah. What suits Loki wearing, daddy? Is this a whole new Batman thing again? <laughs> what would be funny is if you watch the first season and it's like, who's that? And you're like, that's Loki. Well then, who's that? Well, that's also Loki. And well, yeah. who's that? Well, that's Loki as an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Cool. All right. So, quick rundown of the episode. Major things going down with the time stream. We've got so many branches that the time loom can't keep up with it, and they're going to have to shut things off to kind of preserve themselves. However, Loki is caught within this like time paradox where he's shifting through time and the TVA, which we'll get more into depth than that and how that kind of answers questions that we had at the end of the season. Yeah. And so basically the whole episode is how to preserve the TVA, but at the same time also stabilize Loki in the present day time. I think the first biggest thing was, you know, when we left off, we didn't, we had no idea where Loki was because they didn't know who he, like Mobius didn't know who he was. B-15 didn't know who he was. And we got the question answered because a lot of people were thinking that it was a whole nother TVA in a different t- timeline. Yeah. But that's yeah. not the case. It's the same timeline. Yep. So uh, one, one thing that just hit me that was interesting is so we find out that he's in the past in, in TVA. Yes. Whenever he comes in or whenever the episode first starts, we eventually find out he's bouncing from present to past at that time. Yes. And, but what's his name? Owen Wilson. Uh, Mobius. Mobius. There it was. Doesn't remember meeting him in the past, but yet when we get to OB, he's remembering things as it's happening with Loki in the past. Right. So is that like Mobius got his memory wiped yes. at some point? Yes. So one of my theories is that OB, which by the way, uh, he's he's short round from Indiana Jones. I don't know if y'all yes! knew that. He's uh, <laughs> he just recently won uh, what is an Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, he played the dad that he's also Data from the Goonies uh, yes! or, or Data. His name is Ki Hui Kwan. Anyway, I I love him. I love his childlike energy in this uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just seems so happy to help everybody out. But I think he's the one and only person in the TVA that has not had his memory wiped. And that's why Mobius can't remember Loki when Loki goes back in time. But Ouroboros can remember it, but Mobius can't. Okay, that does answer some questions I had then, because there's some things that I noticed or whatever throughout the episode that I was like, is this going to pay off at the very end of it? Or is this going to just be a huge timey-wimey bullshit mess? It it is. So like... (laughs) 
<laughs> One of the things I love about this episode and why it's called Ouroboros, so those that don't know, if you're a Full Metal Alchemist fan and an and anime that I love, uh, you'll be very uh, familiar with an Ouroboros. But an Ouroboros is a symbol for a snake eating its own tail. It makes a, okay. a complete loop. And this episode has so much symbolism in an Ouroboros with the creation of Obi's nickname to the creation of the temporal aura extractor. And honestly, we probably saw the end of this season in this episode because I personally think that the person that pruned Loki is Loki. So I think like episode six Loki is pruning episode one Loki in that scene. Yeah. And that is completing a loop again. So yeah, there's there's a lot of symbolism. I also feel like because they keep talking about how like time doesn't work that way in the TVA. I think the TVA is like some sort of time loop. And that's why they keep saying like time doesn't work that way here. But anyway. Well, and even like off podcast, I said something to you about like, what if that's what the MCU is? And like, what if we sit there and, you know, we eventually get to the X-Men and stuff like that. And like, they don't do a, you know, a full reboot or whatever the case is. And we just wind up right back at Iron Man 1. So, like, from here, like, you could sit there and watch everything, and then eventually they'll just stop. And that's where you pick up with Iron Man 1, and then you just rewatch it all over again. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do it, like, the MCU that way, but, like, the way the TVA is, like, this this pocket out of time, the time works differently there. But I don't know. We'll see. It could be that way, but being that they gave us that kind of clue today... Because also we learn that Kang, which I love that, by the way, you mentioned it, but I love the fact that they reveal that what we thought was a variant timeline is in fact just the past. And Kang was just loud and proud <laughs> when right? uh, like showing that he is the ruler of the TVA. And then at some point came along and covered it all up with the time keepers. So what I'm thinking, because my, sorry, I'm just blurting out all my theories, but like, I, I kind of wonder that war room, the weird like triangle table that had the mural of the timekeepers and then Loki pruned it away to reveal Kang's face. I'm wondering, yeah. was that the original recipe council of Kang's war room? Because you see like there were like what, three chairs per side of that triangle. I can't remember how many chairs, but it seemed like more people sat there. I mean, it was a big table for just like two or three people to sit at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One guy was well, taking you had. Out. You had like your heads, it seemed like you had, you know, the right. three heads at each triangle, but then you had the one guy that was sleeping off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I think more people could have sat at it than just the three heads. Because like, what I'm getting at is Kang, or excuse me, yeah, they're all Kang. So I may, when I say <laughs> Kang, I don't necessarily mean like quantum mania Kang, but he who remains mentions about how like when they first discovered the multiverse they started traveling and then they met each other like other variants of himself and they were like oh hey nice nice hair nice shoes all this stuff yeah. and they like formed an, an alliance but then war eventually broke out so i'm wondering if like the tva was a creation of the the council of kings but then like infighting happened and then that's when the war broke out and all this stuff yeah no yeah i'm I, I think that's where we're headed. Yeah. I mean, they even point to it in this episode when they're out in the hallway. Mo Mobius and Loki are out in the hallway and they're starting to point to one of the pictures that's up on the wall, one of the really long ones. Mm -hmm. And it's like Kang's fighting each other right yeah. before the uh, the three lizard people. 
Um, I can't remember the name. Timekeepers. Yes, timekeepers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad they started off by answering that question that everybody had. Like that was a big, huge debate of like, is it the same people or is it a whole different timeline? And yeah. the whole it being Kang through paper off and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think you're, you know, you saying that Mobius had, has his like mind wipe. That's that's pretty cool too because one of my notes was, did Mobius go back in time? And the reason I broke that down was because uh, different recalls to him and Obi meeting, like how Mobius would sit there and say, oh yeah, I stayed around. He's like, oh no, you immediately left. Yeah. It's like there's two alternating yeah. things there. It looked like Mobius didn't know who Obi was. Like by the way he was acting at first, he was yeah. like, yeah, this is, and he just waited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I seriously think he didn't recall and he was just sort mm-hmm. of like leading Obi on to answer those questions. But I don't know if you remember this, but when more, more I keep wanting to say Morbius, God damn it, Mobius, <laughs> when Mobius is talking to Renslayer, not in this episode, but the previous season, remember when he's like talking with her and he keeps putting the cup and she's like, use the coasters, it leaves watermarks. And he's like, well, they were here before. And she's like, well, you left them, you caused them. So I think he's been having his mind wiped for however long he's been there. Eons. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I think something happens in resets. I think Renslayer, because that's the past, I think Renslayer knew all along. I need to rewatch season one because I don't remember much about her. I think she knew all along that Kang was running the TVA um, because we hear that recording of her yeah. and Kang talking in the past. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Like, she should know because of that recording and stuff like that. However, it was like Miss Minutes that sat there and made her realize. Okay, was it? Yeah, Miss Minutes okay. told her, came in and told her to leave. Well, then, then this is where it's going to get timey-wimey bullshit. Then that recording is still from the past, but that's Ravana traveling back in time to talk with Kang, probably, if that's the case. Like, in other words, future Renslayer, wherever she is at, at that point, will travel back to talk with past Kang. Maybe. That's the only way that it makes sense. Or they he wiped it. Yeah, yeah. She, he could have wiped her mind, but I I doubt it. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> that would, I mean, that would, you know, that would make it a little weird as far as like the whole love story and stuff like that. But for he who remains to sit there and be at the end of the time and not near Renslayer and not trying to get her there you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. maybe that's he's the one that had to wipe her mind. Maybe uh, the, her in the comic books, she gets like mur- like she's always destined to be killed. Like that's the whole like thing with Kang and her is like he loves her and she loves him, but she always dies somehow in every sort of variant time stream. So like to sort of save her, he like splits her into multiple parts and that's how he kind of like runs into her and she always like falls in love with him again. It's, it's very doctor who ish. <laughs> I don't know if they'll be doing something like that for this show, but anyway, sounds like she's a holocrox. A what? A horcrux. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I figured Jeremy would sit there and like, you know, correct me on this. <laughs> well, I, I, I it just sounded like we were talking about, I was like, talking about Nazis over here or something. Like <laughs> ho- Holocrocs. I was close, for God's sake. I, Jesus Christ. I thought he said, I thought he said Holocron. And I was like, are we talking about Star Wars? What, what's going on here? No, I at least said Crocs in there. Jeez. 
God bless. <laughs> Didn't realize the the freaking the shaming the Potter nerdum was so bad. <laughs> it's, Fuck it's, me. It's a toxic fandom. You you got to watch out for those Potter yeah. heads. Oh, yeah. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that's what they were called? <laughs> Buddy, I couldn't even say Horcrux for a second. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know y'all are called Potterheads? <laughs> oh, that's yep. funny. That's fucking great. <laughs> i tell you what was funny, too, is the whole scenes of his time slipping and Mo- Mobius, like, going from, like, oh, it's not that yeah. bad. And then, it's like, please stop doing this. Yeah. I can't I, watch it anymore. Th- this had a lot of funny moments. I love, uh, he scares the shit out of Casey, the guy like buffing the floor. Oh, yeah. And at one point he like comes back in and he's like, oh, Casey. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I love the, the, the shot that I was referring to when I was giving my whelm. I love when they're in that elevator. And yeah. yeah, they're like, it doesn't look that bad. And he's like, well, what do you think? And it just pans over to a third person in the elevator. And she's just like, uh, and it goes back. That was fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. The, uh, the weird temporal suit that Mobius has to wear. And it's got like a crack and he's like staring up at it. And, and he's like, what he do I do? <laughs> he just puts duct tape on it. It's so funny, man. I hope that OB stays around. Yeah, that was one of the things my wife said too. She's like, I love, I, like, he's such a great addition to this this show. Like, he's, he really he's is just a great character. He does a lot of stuff for the TVA. So part of me yeah. is worried that he's someone nefarious that they may reveal, like he's a variant of Kang or something like that. Oh wow, I, I doubt, I doubt <laughs> they would do that. But I'm just saying, like, because he said he wrote the handbook for the TVA. He mentions that he also knows how to like do like retrofit things onto the loom he uh built that temp- what i had to write it down because i knew i wasn't going to remember it temporal aura extractor like yeah. he's very fucking smart i hope he's not a villain that they're just hiding until later but we'll see no surely not yeah I, that's that's what i'm hoping like i'm hoping he's not but some <laughs> some other funny things he he's so great at like comedic delivery i love when he's like you have 1 hour to get this done and then like bang and he's like you have five minutes to get this done (laughs) that shit's so funny I don't know if y'all caught this but when they're walking to the the room whatever that has the blast shields to get to the the temporal loom the floor reads danger temporal radiation levels accelerate exponentially beyond this threshold likelihood of spaghettification increases 7000% (laughs) Proceed with caution. <laughs> so, speaking about that room and like the costume that Mobius has to wear and stuff like that, I my thought is somebody's worn one of them at some point has worn that costume before. Like it looked like that room had been deserted. Like nobody's been in it since God right. knows how long. And uh, Obi only goes in there to do his stuff every because Miss Mills was taking care of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, nobody's been in that room. There's no reason for anybody to be out there in a suit. And even so, like, the suits don't look like they make it. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. That one's got a crack in it, though, for whatever reason it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's more of, like, we're eventually going to see that suit before it had a crack in it or see how the crack got in that suit, especially 
as much as they like emphasize the crack on the suit and made yeah. a joke out of it and stuff. Yeah, probably. You mentioned Miss Minutes. There's something like I know she was like in on it, but from the trailer we see her at one point, like during the Victor Timely era. And she's like grown giant and like chasing after a bunch of people. Like there's something weird going on with her too that I'm very curious. Will they reveal that? I hope so because that's that's another big question. Like where did she go and how far in cahoots is it? Was she with you who remains mm-hmm. or was she with like actual Kang or like how's all like what's the lowdown on all that? Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird because I'm like, is she not just a program? Like what's going on here? <laughs> oh, no, no. Definitely more than that. Uh, I do have a question. Why does Loki get to hold on to the like stopwatch, but not the pruning one? Yeah. He loses it, though. He went to... Not, he did. No. Right, when I was rewatching it today, Obi gives it to him. Owen Wilson has it. He gives it to Loki along with the stopwatch. Loki time slips, and he drops the uh, pruning wand. And then yes. right. oh, Mobius picks it back up. Yes. Right. And then he's in the future at that point. Yes. Well, no, but what what Michael's saying is why did why couldn't he keep the stick with him, but he was able to keep the stopwatch with him? Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Um, I don't know, because reasons. Because <laughs> yeah. they need well, they need wouldn't have a star storyline if we did. Yeah, exactly. They need future they need the mystery of who pruned Lo- Loki in the future, which is it's gonna be future Loki because Sylvie's there in the elevator. She doesn't surprise to see him there. So it's clearly going to be his future self that pruned him. I'm like, this is like not that big of a mystery to me. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that Loki that we saw knew that Sylvie was coming from that elevator because he wasn't surprised to see her. Yeah. And at that point in time, he was in the future. But he also seemed very like, he seemed very suspicious. Like he knew something was all like was coming there. Like, yeah, he looked suspicious because he didn't know what to expect. Cause like the TVA was abandoned at that point. Right. And it was the future because you saw the like skin question mark. Yeah. Right. And it, the dust. But he, when he went around the corner, he, he looked to me, he looked surprised. He almost had like a, a tear in his eye or something when he saw Sylvie. Right. Well, he's, he stood there long enough, even though he knew like the time was up that he needed to prune himself. He stood there long enough with, especially with the phone ring. I don't know what to do with that is either. Yeah. Yeah. But he stood there long enough to see who was in the elevator. He didn't help them, but stood there long enough to see who was there. And so if he's in the future at that point in time, does he know that that's Sylvie in there because him and Sylvie had teamed up throughout oh, whenever. Yes. So now he's got yeah, the memories because saying. he's in the future. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Yes, I do think. Holy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I told you. This is going to be. It's, we're going to strap in, boys. <laughs> this is, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yes, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. They're, they're obviously going to team up because. Right. They have to, to defeat He Who Remains or Victor Timely, who are the fuck they're fighting in this season. Evil TVA. Yeah, evil TVA. Yeah, there's definitely going to be an evil version of the TVA and a good, ver- there's going to be like a civil war of the TVA, if you will, because fucking, uh, I wrote down X5 is super sus <laughs> and him and General Docs like have a really creepy relationship. <laughs> yeah, I was almost expecting them to kiss or something at that one scene. I was like, "This is this is awkward." Yeah, what's so, going on here? <laughs> what if that's her son? I think, it and is. we got we got a whole new Game of Thrones yeah. thing going well, on. She, yeah, <laughs> she is. She's Lady. She's Lady Aaron from. Yeah, and honestly, I think that was meant to invoke that scene because even uh, B fifteen 
gives like a look like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm seeing a temporal uh hole somewhere where people are getting pushed out of <laughs> i'm my own grandpa <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, I think I don't know, just going back to the whole memory thing, like that's what I wonder. Like, does present day Loki when he go in the future get like memories of what's already happened because he's in the future then? Yes. Probably. Because the weather I don't know, because I like I don't know if it's just I don't know, to be honest with you. Until <laughs> until we because well, I mean, like, there's multiple ways to go about this, is the reason why. And for the time being, I'm just going to say yes until they, they show us more <laughs> more of how time works with this show. It's fucking confusing. It'll make you go cross-eyed. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun watching Jeremy deal with all this. Uh, we, Especially after he fucked with me about that Harry Potter word. <laughs> I'm going to be spiteful about that now. <laughs> all right. So, upon my second watching, I noticed that Loki is pruned from behind. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I did not catch that the first time around. I was just like, oh, shit, I'm just glad he got pruned because I, I figured it was going to happen, but I just didn't see yeah. it actually coming, so. At first, I thought, like, something went wrong, but then, like, at the last second, you see the little glowy part of the, the stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like coming in from behind him. Weird cigarette lighter, like the old ones in yeah. the car. It kind of looks yes. like that. <laughs> I, well, at first I thought I thought Sylvie pruned him. Yeah. I thought she came to the elevator and like, and that's what happened. But no, it, no, no, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of anybody else it could be other than Loki because he's the only one who's going to know that he's there at that exact moment yeah. to prune him. Well, and, Sylvie and, knew. Well, I mean, I guess she said, "Oh, there you are." But yeah. she knew where she was going, so it could be Mobius as well. Maybe, but I, I doubt it. B fifteen, Obi. I mean, all, all I was gonna say is that like Mobius has got to be like thanking Loki for saving his skin because there was no way he was gonna be getting back <laughs> past those blast doors. I know. If, Mo, if Loki hadn't popped back through there, I, I love. He's like. <laughs> He tells Obi about like he's like you're. I'm gonna hoof it. You've never gonna seen someone hoof it as hard as you right? can. And then he does it, and it's just like at a snail's pace. And my my yeah. wife was like, "This is not hoofing. What are you doing? Go faster." <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying too. And I, I felt like I was like, "Obi, what are you doing? You're killing the son of a bitch." Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. and you know you are. So maybe he is a villain because I mean he was pretty cold hearted about it. Yeah. He was like, "You got a countdown. That's it, bro." Yeah. Red button pushed. And then he who's even said to him and stuff. He's like, oh, he's not gonna make it. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. fucking help him or something. Jesus. <laughs> Pull that bat massive tube. Like <laughs> I know that too. I loved everything about that suit. It was just this big, bulky, goofy looking suit and giant <laughs> air tube. And I don't know. That's basically like a like an old timey uh diving suit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it's supposed to invoke, is is that kind of thing. I love the reason why I love Loki and this second season is like, I, I don't know if y'all have played it, but I love uh, Portal and Portal 2 and specifically Portal 2 because the TVA, like the aesthetics that like retro futurism kind of technology that they have going on reminds me so much of Portal 2 and especially the like goofy posters on the wall. Like I mentioned, the, the spaghettification stuff and it just, it's so, I, I just love it. It's so fun. <laughs> Yeah. Never played it. Sorry. Mm. 
You should play it. It's quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off talking about how rough freaking Sylvie looked there at the end of the movie. I know she just got done killing, you know, he who remains essentially. Mm-hmm. That, that's like where we're supposed to be coming in at. But she don't look the same at all. Like, she looks totally different. Yeah, she does. Me anyways. No, yeah, she does. I think, um, well, like we mentioned off podcast, but uh, she was, during the filming of the first one, she was uh, breastfeeding because they talked about that, like behind the scenes where they built her costume to where it had removable panels so that she could breastfeed during filming, like in between takes and stuff like that. So I think the second time around, she's just like worn out for raising a child, probably lack of sleep. You know, the other, the joke I was going to make is just eating from like everything from McDonald's. Cause that's just not, yeah. I know it's like 1980s. <laughs> McDonald's was 1982, I think. Yep. Yeah. I know it's like the eighties McDonald's, but still like eating that much McDonald's cannot be good. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there, there's a chance it may have a face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) The one thing I appreciate that they did with that is they said specifically it is a variant timeline. Yes. I hope they start doing that from here on forward so we at least know that this isn't the whatever the sacred timeline. It's just the a variant timeline. Yeah. Yeah, it's a branched timeline. Yeah. And that's what the loom was doing, was trying to take all the branched timelines to form the one sacred timeline. Yeah. So, cool. So Sylvie's in 1982. So that means they're going to have to go outside of the main timeline into a branched one to go find her. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be interesting. Yep. The other thing that I had down was just that people have been talking about it. She lands in Broxton, Oklahoma, which is apparently from the comic books. After Thor comes back to life, he builds a city of Asgard, like the new city of Asgard. Like he builds it, I think, like one foot off the ground or something like that. Yeah. In Bron and what is it? Uh, Bronxton, Oklahoma. That's interesting oh. because I want to say it's around the time when like Sylvie Lushton was introduced because Loki is the one who like kind of gave Sylvie her powers mm. in in the comic books or whatever. And I think it was around that time because uh, her first appearance is around the dark dark brain period. Mm. Okay. And I want to say that happens, like he builds new Asgard before Dark Reign. Is Dark Reign where like all the Avengers get like Asgardian weapons? Is that it? Uh, Dark Reign, I think, is when we have like that whole like Dark Avengers and stuff like that. Yeah, but there's like a specific... I didn't read the story. Okay. There's a specific arc with Thor and like, I don't know, it's like the death of Thor basically, but like all the Avengers like Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America... I forget who else, but uh, a bunch of Black Widow, I know, gets one. But they all get, like, uber Asgardian Uru weapons that are all, like, badass looking and they fight, you know, comic book stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't read it, but I just, I heard about it. I think it's around that that time, which is also during the dark reign of, like, the Dark Avengers and all that. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to have to do some more looking into that then because I'd be curious to know if they're going to, like, bring some of that Sylvie's comic book origins and stuff like that into the TV show because she's known as a Loki, not Sylvie Lushton. She's just taking up the name Sylvie. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious. Curious. Yeah. I wonder if she'll take that name Lushton when she works at McDonald's because in the trailer we see that she's working there. <laughs> I'm assuming. A horrendous haircut. Yeah, she has like a mullet. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I, I have, I, this is a PSA. <laughs> Stop bringing the mullet back. It's fucking awful. 
Stop it. It's not cool. You don't look cool. You look like an asshole. <laughs> it's just going to get replaced by the bowl cut as soon as we get... Well, uh, that's what's dumb, his name? I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> bet. Bet that don't happen. Come on now. With some history doesn't need to be repeated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then after the bowl cut, we'll get the butt cut back. We'll have a bunch of Jonathan Taylor Davises, Jonathan Taylor, whatever, uh, Taylor Thomas, Thomases running around. <laughs> Are you okay over there tonight? With those holocruxes and everything. <laughs> I corrected myself that time. I got it right. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've I've seen a butt cut out in the wild. <laughs> so I, I, it, may, it may it may uh it may actually be coming back already. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh jeez. Grunge music as well, which the Batman helped bring that back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else y'all got? What else y'all got for this episode? Uh, not much. I kind of just blurbed all my stuff out all at once. Uh, I, the other funny note I just had is I like when when they're running through the hallway and, and Mobius mentions like, hey, a piece just fell off this. Is that okay? Like, <laughs> uh, the, the comedy in this episode was quite, quite fun. Um, yes. It felt like everything was back, honestly. Like, it felt like everything was back and just on point. Mm-hmm. And like, but it's, I'm so terrified to say that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after saying, honestly, after Secret Invasion. Yeah, I'm a little gun shy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And that, that's why I was sitting there, you know, throwing out there, like, does, does him being part executive producer have anything to do with it? Because like, to me, it just shows like a, a passion almost or a love or whatever for that character. And like wanting the best for this series is kind of like how it comes across to me. But I don't know shit either. Yeah. <laughs> was he executive producer in the first season? Because I just attribute to it, attribute it to being that the people that just made the first season are back making. I don't know. I haven't really delved into it. We kind of we started the podcast right around when season two had ended. Anyway. Season one had ended. Or excuse me, yes, yeah, season one had ended. Yeah. So I didn't do all of my like run times and who made what and all that stuff. I need to go back and look. You got that though? No, absolutely not. No, that, that can fuck off. I didn't do a total run time. <laughs> no one cares about it, so I'm not doing it. This episode did seem short. I will say that because I was like doing a fast read, like speed 10 second rewatch. Mm-hmm. And it seemed pretty short, like honestly, but there was a lot packed into it though too. So, yeah. so I was cool with the timing. It just, just seemed short for what it was, honestly. And it was funny too, like my youngest, like whenever it finished, he's like, oh, so it's kind of short. Like he was thinking it was going to be like a whole movie. I was like, yeah, yeah it's not bad. I mean, it's probably about like 45 minutes and just to show like what my kid and boys are into, he goes, oh, okay, so like the first half of soccer. I was like, <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> yeah. Better balance than mine. Mine's like, all right, how many Ben 10 episodes is that? <laughs> oh, man, Ben 10 was great, or is great. I don't, it's still going. I don't even know. He was showing me the other day. There's like comic-y pasta. There's like 16 seasons of that thing. of like different ages and shit like yeah. that. I'm just like... I. And then they do time travel and stuff as well to mm-hmm. bring it back to Loki. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on here, son. You're going to clue me in. because <laughs> Michael's, <laughs> who? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
I think we kind of went over as far as like where we thought things were going as well. Yeah. Unless y'all got something else you want to add to that. I, I do. I think something, uh, because we've seen it in the trailer, we actually saw it at the end of uh, the Ant-Man movie, Quantumania. I was trying to remember the name of it. Something's up with that temporal loom. I don't know what, but we see Victor Timely like unveil it at the end yeah. of Quantumania in the like, mid-credit stinger. So I, I don't know what that means for this show, but something's going on with that. Who do they have to get to the timeline and like actually set it up? And that's where the crack from the suit came from. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're the ones who installed the time loom originally. Yeah, that could be a, that could be a thing. <laughs> Are we excited about Victor Timely? Honestly, no. I like. <laughs> I, I'm. I, like, because unless he, like, transforms into Kang, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was excited to see He Who Remains because I was dying to see, like, Kang, but I was kind of let down. Uh, I liked Jonathan Major's performance. It's still on the fence of whether he's in the MCU or not at this point, but I want to see Kang, basically, is just what I want to see. But I want... I want Kang from the comics, like what we read, the the bravado of like, he's just, you know, he's just like, you're all assholes. I'm the conqueror of time. Like, fuck you yeah. kind of thing, <laughs> um, which we got in, um, in Quantum Mania. So I want to see more of that. I got a feeling Victor Timely is going to be more like a, obviously he's invoking like the Nicholas Te- Nikola Tesla kind of like era, Thomas Edison, if you will, which I know is, blasphemy to say because supposedly Edison stole from Tesla. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think he'll be Kang, quote-unquote. Yeah. I am sort of excited to see what they're going to do with this character, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I was going to say, because he's a baddie in his own like times that he's done stuff. Right. I like the Kang, like the Kang with the goofy purple helmet. I don't like when he's Ramatut. Or uh, what's the other one? The whisper talking that he did at the end. <laughs> uh, uh, Immortus. Immortus. I don't like when he's Immortus. I like Kang, like proper Kang. He doesn't really have any cool stories. I just think he's an asshole. And I just kind of enjoy <laughs> it. Because <laughs> it's just funny to me. So you're bringing up Quantumania. I do have a question. Like, do we... Because Jeremy brought something up that I never... I still remember it to this day. That I did just dawned on me when like when he said it, I was like, "Holy shit, he's right." Are the Ant Man crew are they in the right time strand branch whatever? I have no idea. I'm gonna say yes because if they weren't, they would have said something or gave us some sort of clue. But who knows? Like Jeremy said, the table's standing up. Like when they yeah. get thrown back in there, everything is where it should be. The table's standing up. Like there's no. And and everything got everything that was in that room got sucked in. Table, yeah. everything. Fucking everything got mm-hmm. sucked in. And so like they just wind up in a room with all their shit back where it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't know what to tell you. Until then, it's like your other theory. Until we know more, I have to just say yes, it is, but <laughs> just time slipped in there. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe it was the ants, the in, super intelligent ants that. Uh, oh come what's on! What's his name? But they, they they put everything back together. <laughs> well, I think the other part of me bringing that up is like the rumor is is that at the end of the Marvels, Monica Rambeau will be in a different time branch. Oh, cool. That's the rumor. I hadn't heard that, but cool. As far as like in a 
uh, in scene credit. So I wonder if that's what they're setting up is like heroes strung across time branches, which would then bring Loki back into it. He's got to start plucking them out to the right present day or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I see what yeah. you're saying. And that would make sense too if they need to recruit variants of other heroes to join them. Then you have people yeah. already there being like, whatever, I don't know. Monica Rambeau's like, hey, Peggy Carter, Captain America, come with me. And then, you know, she needs whatever. She's recruited her. And then we have this whole lineup of Avengers slash variant Avengers. Multiversal Avengers. Yes. Didn't we kind of get that already? Yes, we did. But in Spider-Man across the oh no, I thought you were talking about in uh, what if that was tame compared to what we could have, Jerry. Yeah, tame. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it it is very, (laughs) it is very copying itself. I'm just, I'm trying to take all this in. I'm trying to think, but I, yeah, it could be. It would be cool. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm kind of just like, (laughs) honestly, after Secret Invasion, I'm just kind of like. Do whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I li- I really enjoying Loki, so that's yeah. that's a plus. But like, I'm I'm really kind of like I said, gun shy after Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah, and after like the end of this episode, it went over like the next thing to play was Secret Invasion. I was like, nope, I know. Nope. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It came up and both of me and my wife were like, ugh, why would you recommend that? <laughs> That's what I was wondering, because like it did it twice. And I was like, does this not alternate? Why would it not show me Loki season this one? This is really trying to get people to watch that so that maybe they get their money back. Yeah, I please, guess. I don't please, know. please watch it. <laughs> why wouldn't it show me Quantum Mania? Yeah, I was going to say that. Yep. Come on. <laughs> yep. <sighs> I don't know. All right. Y'all got anything else? <laughs> no. I'm good. Yep, that's it for me. It's a short one, but you know, I think it's I think it's enough coverage. Yeah. Can't wait to see what's coming up next week. Do you know how many episodes are in this season like at all? Six. Six? That's it. Yep. Oh wow. Short season. Yep. Dang. Why the good ones gotta be short? It was uh it was six last uh last season as well. Yeah. Um probably because they throw a lot of money at it, because you got like a lot of pretty big actors and the it seems at least as far as i can tell the for this first episode the special effects like the vfx and everything are on point nothing looked bad yeah. it's all real sets too in a lot of things like i know the windows are like probably like blue screened or green screened to show the ever expanding tva outside but all that's real sets and they're running around on real sets and anyway i'm just going to say real sets one more time real sets <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, we didn't hit on that, but the, I, there was nothing visual effects wise that I was like, "Oh, that didn't look good." Yeah. yeah, like the loom looked good. The pulling Loki out looked fine. It like yeah. all that jazz. Yeah, the honestly, Mobius going towards the loom looked fantastic, and yeah. even all of Tom Hiddleston doing his like time slipping looked great. Yeah, like there yeah. were times where when I was rewatching it on my second watch today. I like pause it and kind of like try to do like a slow-mo play through so I could see the different positions he was making. Anyway, it was really cool looking. Hey, the shit coming off of Mobius as he's like walking to and mm-hmm. from, like that mm-hmm. didn't look wonky or nothing like that. So cool. I think solid start. Yeah, definitely. Which means it's downhill from here. <laughs> oh fuck no. No. I hope not. Yeah, I mean no, I want that. I want that. Let's do the the 
the uphill climb. Let's yes, do it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Till we get to the top of the hill, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's Night with a K, and you can find me here. Awesome, Richard. Where can they find you at? If you want to contact me directly, I have an X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, and Instagram, and a Threads. My handle is Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comments. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comments. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, pothead. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Uh, Bye. (laughs) Bye, pothead. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Wingardium Leviosa. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to take someone's eye out. Besides, you're saying it wrong. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. You do it then if you're so clever. Go on, go on.